0: Hi everyone. Well, wow, I was very soothing there, wasn't I, Mike? <laughs> very. Because a lot, of, like I'm realizing, like I'm doing a lot of like high energy and like our promos and stuff. Because I feel like I have to overcompensate because you can't see my face. Right.
1: Yeah. I like th- I like that new intro. You like that the calmer, smooth.
0: Well, I don't know. Tomorrow, voice. T- next week, it might be. Back to (laughs) high-pitched. Anyway, hello, everyone. Welcome to another, what, episode? What do we call these? Episodes. Episodes, yes. Thank you. Anyway, welcome to another episode of Scientology Fair Game. All right, so recently in the news, there's been rumors that John Travolta is leaving Scientology. And we've seen this before, where Tom Cruise is leaving. Tom Cruise supposedly left Scientology a 100 times in the last month um every time a new movie's coming out yes i wanted you to talk a little bit about that what is (laughs) that about well it's it's trying to deal with the fact that people
1: don't want to go see his movies because of his involvement in scientology so Mm. a it gets his name out there before a movie comes out and b there are some people that believe the crap they read in in touch and wherever else TMZ Mm -hmm. and they will if they had decided they weren't going to go see the movie maybe they'll change
0: their mind because now he's leaving Scientology I mean listen I would love it to be true I would love for Tom to leave Scientology and be able to see his daughter sorry who he hasn't seen and I would love for John to come out and 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 be all that he wants to be and all that he is uh without this Cult uh, dictating to him what he should and shouldn't be doing, and and to live his life. But anyway, I think the the standard rule of practice with Scientology is is if someone's saying they're leaving, if, unless they say it publicly, uh, I wouldn't believe it. It's just a publicity right. stunt. Yep. Okay. On to other news. Okay. <laughs> On to other okay. topics. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mike a few things have have happened as you well know that I think we should we should talk about and we've been asked about it on social media. Lisa Presley's son Ben Keo committed suicide which is extremely devastating tragic. to Lisa yeah tragic and I of course have reached out to Lisa I have not heard back. But uh, I just want people to know that, you know, our hearts go out to her, to Priscilla, to Riley, to... Danny. Danny, who is getting lost in this, like he's a non-entity as, right. as Ben's father, who is also grieving and whom I've also reached out to. And and Mike, a lot of this is is hard because when people lose... A, a, a child I mean it's it's unmanageable. I it it's it, it, it's I, I I would be inconsolable as I'm sure Lisa is and Danny then this is the other layer of sadness is that when you want to be there for your friend, you can't be
1: yes, absolutely yeah I mean and this happens all the time with yeah. children and their parents who pass away, even ones who are, on their death death beds right and right. their children are unable to go and see them because they're enforced disconnection policies of Scientology
0: right and people are asking us is there a link to Scientology Is is Scientology somewhat uh, playing a hand in this or, uh, and the same with, um, Kelly Preston, you know, we both knew Kelly when we were in Scientology. She's a lovely person. Um, and again, w- there's no way to reach out to anybody because no one will talk to us. Uh, there's nowhere to send flowers because they will be rejected. There's no, there's just no, there's just nothing that we could do. And again, uh, uh our sympathies, uh, go out to their families, their children, uh, who are left now without a mother. And men uh, also, tragically, in the Travolta family, uh, Jet, their son, died. And it, it's, just, it's just been a really bad, bad time for their families, for their friends, for, for their fans. Mike and I have both been in Scientology all of our lives, Mike was in the Sea Org most of his life, meaning he was an employee of the clergy of Scientology, and I've been a parishioner and was in the Sea Org at a very young age in my life. So we are speaking from experience, and we can only tell you our opinion and our experience, not blaming them because, Mike, people die every day, unfortunately, to due to cancer. People commit suicide who are not in Scientology, so... We know that those are facts. Those are unfortunate and sad facts.
1: Absolutely, and and just to reiterate what you said, Leah, this is based on not just our personal experience True. with incidents, but seeing what's happened
0: with others, and, and, and also knowing. Mike, but also, Mike, we forget a very important part. What's also written and taught and sold. In Scientology, day in and day out.
1: Right, exactly. Because that is the fundamental which drives how Scientologists act and react in any situation. Correct. A good Scientologist acts and reacts exactly as described by L. Ron Hubbard in whatever piece of writing or... Discussion that he made about the subject at hand. So if you're talking about depression, there is a Hubbard explanation of what depression is in Scientological terms. If you're talking about cancer, there is a Hubbard explanation about what cancer is in Scientological terms. Mm. Everything has a a Scientology approach to it. And that's what we know and understand, and that's why we feel we can make uh, informed opinions about what may have happened, even though, obviously, neither of us were with John or Kelly or with Lisa Marie or Benjamin.
0: Yeah, of course. However, but I was friends with Lisa. Lisa was a big part of pushing me to leave Scientology behind the scenes. And then disappeared and uh, I mean, there was one email that I read just the other day where I was, I was looking through my emails and our, our correspondence and and text together and she said that she had tweeted out or retweeted a Guns N' Roses song and it was directed at Scientology and she asked me to retweet it and then, and then in bold letters said, do not say that I told you to tweet this and do not say that this has anything to do with Scientology and I wrote back, but we have to stand." for something Lisa and she said do not say that I'm directing this at Scientology they know right so it was little things like that that she just didn't she wanted to push us all out and out front but didn't want to take any of the the punishment that goes with being public about leaving Scientology When Lisa was, and this is not any, I'm not saying anything that has not been reported in the news about substance abuse issues and going to Scientology for their drug rehabilitation program called the Purification Rundown, which is a bunch of nonsense. But Scientologists believe that if they are consuming too much alcohol or drugs, that they can do this Purification Rundown, and L. Ron Hubbard is promoted that it gets rid of all the toxins in your body and basically resets the body to kind of be completely clean. And so what happens is people start to drink again, start to do some drugs, believing that they've cleared their systems of anything they did prior. And I know that she believed in this program, not only for herself, but for her children. I had a conversation with her once saying, sending her some links to some real drug and alcohol abuse programs saying, you know, maybe you want to think about doing something outside of Scientology, you know, look at some other books. Here's some books on, on depression and mental illness. And, and that was all rejected by her. She believes wholeheartedly in certain aspects. You
1: know, I could go on and, and give examples of exactly what you have just said mm-hmm. that happened between Lisa and me, mm-hmm. you know, the, well, quick, get out there and do that. Contact a reporter, get Ron Miscavige story run in the LA times. Well, why don't you just call your lawyer to do that? No, I want you to call him. you know, right. that sort of stuff. And this stuff right. about the purif is absolutely the case. And, and, you know, it's not limited to her. There's a right. lot of people that have bought into this line that Hubbard has sold that the purification rundown is the panacea, the solution, the right. ultimate solution to drug addiction abuse and mm-hmm. the the residual effects of it. Mm-hmm. And that you can get rid of that and just be up oh, go on a binge mm-hmm. and then go do the purif and it's You're like fine. the binge never happened,
0: right? Correct. And and they send you uh, to a quote unquote doctor to check you out. Now, when I went to Megan Shields, who's a Scientology doctor, do you want to know what she asked me to clear me to do the purification rundown? Do you well, feel that- Do you feel sick? <laughs> Well, that was a thorough medical examination. And then gave her approval. And so that is who Scientology uses to clear people for the purification rundown. And other Scientology doctors who subscribe to the same thing, that you know your body. So that's the purification rundown. And Narcanon is one of their front groups that they send people to and this is a very expensive program and this is, you know, the same program developed by Elron Hubbard and you could look up Narcanon and you could see that they don't have a great track record and yet they promote what is it Mike an 89%. Now, let me tell you something. There is nothing on the planet. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing on the planet that can boast 89% success rate when it comes to substance abuse. But yet Narconon gets away, because it's a Scientology organization and program, gets away with it time and time again. Well, there are parents and family members of those who died who will tell you the truth about Narconon, and former employees of Narconon can tell you that this program is dangerous and could have devastating and, and um, fatal results.
1: Right. Yeah. And there's been like uh, 15 lawsuits from people who have been either had died on the program or have suffered tremendously. And Narcanon has paid out millions, if not tens of millions of dollars to settle all those lawsuits.
0: Right. The other part of this that I want to tell people is um, Scientology, Scientologists, parishioners, Not I'm not talking about Sea Org members, I'm not talking about employees of Scientology, do not raise their children. I was raised, my primary caretaker was Scientology, and that is how Scientology raises their children. So if you have a child who is drinking or taking drugs, Um, Your Scientology parent will write an internal report on you and send you to Scientology to be parented by them with Scientology technology. They come down pretty hard on you. They know nothing about adolescence. They know nothing about mental health. They know nothing about child rearing. They know nothing other than Scientology technology. And that is who raises most Scientology children. I'm not saying Scientology parents don't house their children. They don't feed their children. They might take their children out on a beach day. But children of Scientology are spending their days and nights at Scientology, eight hour plus a day. Am I lying, Mike? Nope. Not lying at all, Leah. So just so you know, these are the primary caretakers of all children who are raised in Scientology. So Scientology parents really have no hand in raising their children. They hand them over to Scientology. This is what happened with Lisa Marie Presley when she was a young person at 14, I think it was, Mike, uh, where she was dropped off at Celebrity Center in Hollywood and Priscilla, now listen, Priscilla was a child herself when she was married. Her parents dropped her off to Elvis and she was underage. And she wasn't parented and so didn't know how to parent Lisa and sent Lisa to Scientology to be raised and fixed by Scientology. And that's what you have to understand is that there's no parenting going on other than from Scientology. Anything to add on that, Mike?
1: No, but I, I think that it's important to understand that that it's the teaching of the way all people must behave and the mm-hmm. way that all people must conduct their lives is mm-hmm. dictated by L. Ron Hubbard. Mm-hmm. And that means children and adults, because children in Scientology are, are considered as, as adults adults with little bodies correct they are not considered to be different and they don't and this is when you say they don't understand about growing up or childhood or Mm -hmm. uh you know adolescence and that's primarily because L. Ron Hubbard did not even acknowledge that those things exist correct he Laid down the law that in Scientology, a child is to be treated as an adult. In fact, right. there are things in the C organization when they used to be children in the C organization that said a six-year-old is to be treated exactly the same as an adult. Punished mm-hmm. the
0: same and treated identically as mm-hmm. an adult. Right. L. Ron Hubbard, to Mike's point, wrote – a policy that said children are a distraction to people in the Sea Org and the important work that they're doing. Um, and so, that is why he didn't want children around. But that's for the Sea Org. That's not for parishioners. But it it explains the
1: mindset exactly. that he had and that is contained in other writings of mm-hmm.
0: Hubbard about how you deal with children. Mm-hmm. You treat them like they're adults. Yes, and they're punished as adults. Talk to like adults. There, there is no difference. You're absolutely right, Mike. A very important point. And it's a
1: fundamental reason why this raising of children is such a mess. Mm-hmm. It is such a disaster in Scientology because Scientologists another thing that that Hubbard teaches you is that as a Scientologist you know everything. If you've read what L Ron Hubbard says about something, you're an expert on it. Expert. And Scientologists have this thing that they really really strongly believe that certainty is important. Yeah. That this is what Scientology brings you is certainty. And the crazy thing is certainty actually brings you ignorance because it convinces you that you there is nothing for you to know. Correct. And this is a a, a greatly admired trait in Scientology, having certainty. And All you need to do to have certainty on anything in Scientology is read what L. Ron Hubbard had to say about it, and that gives you absolute certainty, it gives you complete knowledge, and you don't have to know anything else. And that is how children are raised in Scientology. They get that into them, but the people who are dealing with them treat them that way too right and it's it's just a, a very very bad uh environment for any child to be raised in
0: well it's 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 for me mike and 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 i think uh, psychologists would agree um this is um bordering on uh Child neglect and child abuse, uh, because uh, you and I both know how children are treated in Scientology, and their parents are because they believe that they're old spirits and little bodies, that, that this is exactly how they should be uh, punished, and this is how they should be talked to, and this is how they should be dealt with. And uh, the other layer of this, Mike, is also um, depression. Scientology does not believe in depression, they don't even use the word depression depression. If you were to say that you were depressed as a Scientologist, you would be thoroughly punished uh, immediately. You would be pulled off of any kind of spiritual path you were on, if you can call it that in Scientology. You will be uh, dealt with because this is not a term that Scientology acknowledges. It's not a condition that they acknowledge, and they just want you to stop saying that word. On top of not uh, uh, even accepting this as a condition, Scientology will um, the the advice that you're given. If you tell, like, if you say to your mom, "I'm depressed," your your Scientology parent will look at you, kind of quiz Quisic- like what what is this word um and basically you're just told okay just continue in Scientology not not like oh okay we're going to alter the program because you said that it is just uh ignored Ah, uh, you're making yourself feel that way. You're making it up, and stop saying that word, and just continue on your course, or what your 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 counseling, or your whatever. And it is literally just shoved aside. You are shamed for even saying it. You're shamed for feeling it, and so you learn in Scientology pretty early on to shove down and to lie about your condition because you are punished for this
1: right this this idea is thought in scientology to be a psychiatric trick that psychiatry labels people and they just label them in order to give them drugs and sell drugs for big pharma I mean, Mm, this is the mindset of Scientology. So depression equates Mm. to this is a psychiatric label that is used Mm. to sell drugs to people to control them and ultimately destroy them. Depression is not viewed as a valid condition. It's viewed as a a phony label that psychiatry offers the world. Right. And they've just made it up out of whole cloth in mm-hmm. order to sell drugs that they might make up out of whole cloth because they make big profits and it controls people. And now, that's, Mike,
0: why, why yeah. is, just talk to, for, for a minute, why is, because uh, a lot of the teachings in Scientology, and everybody has to read the same thing, Scientology is not faith-based. Everybody should just get that out of their minds. It is uh, laid out. Exactly how you are supposed to read certain things, listen to certain tapes. Uh, it, it's laid out. It's it's laid out, and you have to prepay for this. So it's not a faith based anything. It's a it's a business. Uh, it, at best, uh, a, a cult, but it is a business and it should be treated as such. Um, but the business of Scientology is sold. It's not you could just put a dollar in a freaking basket. I mean, it is pre-sold, pre-packaged. They. pre-packaged. We've talked about this on The Aftermath, but for those who haven't watched The Aftermath, you should know and look it up. On the internet, you don't need me and Mike to explain it to you. Look up the Scientology Bridge. Look up Scientology price list. You know, and you could see it there for yourself. There, there's nothing. Fi- so when people say it's like any other religion, shut the fuck up with this. It's nothing like any fucking religion ever. Like, stop it. It is not you don't. Okay, I'm gonna stop. Mike, did you want to interrupt me?
1: <laughs> no, but I was waiting for you to get to the. To where you were heading.
0: The other thing is, there is no other place calling itself a church that has a, a department dedicated to destroying people when they speak out against it. So those, for those, for those factors alone, let's stop saying it's like any other religion. It isn't. Okay, Mike, what was my point? Well, <laughs> I I think
1: <laughs> your point may have been something about. The
0: labeling of people in psychiatry. Thank you. Mike, why, do tell, was L. Ron Hubbard... Oh, that was my point. Right, Mike. And so mostly everything you read and hear and listen to and are told in Scientology is the psychs, the the, the psychiatrists, the psychologists, those in the field of mental health. Most of the teachings are about... Them being the reason for the Holocaust, for crime, for wars, for all of man's ills, right? Why, Mike? Why is so much of the teachings about the evil psychiatrist?
1: Because, Leah, back in 1950, when L. Ron Hubbard first wrote Dianetics, Mm -hmm. he sought the approval of the American Psychiatric Association and the American Medical Association.
0: And also, Mike, in Dianetics, I want you to finish a sentence, but also in Dianetics, I should also tell you that L. Ron Hubbard says that he can cure cancer. He can cure... Um, blindness. Blindness. Cripple. Yes. He, the, so, deafness. <laughs> uh, Mike, anything. Basically, Dianetics says that you can solve anything with Dianetics. So they are, to me, once again, because it costs money. Because they're saying it's a science, facts, fact-based science that has been proven. You are selling yourselves as people who. You know what I'm trying to say. What am I trying to say, Mike? You're basically practicing, saying you're practicing medicine. You're, You're without a license. You're saying that you. That what we have is factual, tested, and proven to be true. Give us this money, and we will, in return. Do you know of any doctor who can tell you, Mike, that they can cure you? Do you know of any medical doctor that can tell you they can cure you? No, of course not. Oh, okay. Of course so not. how the fuck does a religion, saying that it's a science, so are you a science or are you a religion?
1: Well, it's the it, 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 the way that they present it is that Scientology is where science meets religion. Ah. It is the merger of science and religion. And how do they get away with it? Mm-hmm. By having a whole bunch of legal waivers that people sign when, before they participate in these services saying, I won't sue you, and you made no representations to me, and uh, you didn't tell me that you could cure me, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, even though they did.
0: And not to mention, Mike— even though I signed those going, but you did, I was lying as well. So every Scientologist who signs that waiver is a liar. Right.
1: Absolutely. Gotcha. Ab- no, that's absolutely true. But Great. let me get back, Leah.
0: No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. So so, so, so L. Ron Hubbard, the scientist, <laughs> uh, says to the AMA, hey, here's my science of the mind, and I can solve this, I can solve that. And they say in return what, Mike?
1: bullshit right this is bullshit it's an, in fact to quote them it's nothing but the bunk
0: mm, what does that mean it, that's a fancy word it
1: means it's it's an old-fashioned word nothing mm-hmm. but it's crap oh this okay. is just crap it's quackery it's quackery Crap. crap bunk
0: gotcha so this is the ama and the american psychiatric psychiatric
1: association, association. okay and okay and For that, they became the public enemies of L. Ron Hubbard and the public enemies, therefore, of Scientology. And they became a convenient boogeyman. Every cult needs to have the us versus Uh, versus them them. thing going on. And And because, yes, go ahead. Hubbard chose psychiatry. Mm -hmm. Psychiatry, the evil uh, bad men in white coats that stuck ice picks in your, through your eyeballs and shocked you with 10 million volts of electricity through At your brain. And when
0: was the last time they ever did that? Like,
1: Oh, I don't uh, know. Performed it, a frontal know, it's lobotomy. Very, it's, it, it, it was popular in the fifties back mm-hmm. then. So they were a good bad guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This was like, yeah. these were people who could be villainized and made out to be, Oh, and the other thing was the reason that they're so down on me is I'm going to take away their revenue stream. Right. Because Dianetics is going to replace psychiatry because this is the greatest advance since the invention of the wheel and
0: fire. Well, no. well L. Ron Hubbard wanted the money from psychiatry. and, and <laughs> Ron, Right. So, that's really the truth of the matter. And they have not won this at all. No. So anyway, Mike, the problem with this is, like I was saying earlier, uh, celebrity Scientology children and and uh, just parishioners' children are learning this. Uh, just like I said, all uh, Scientologists are required to read the same things and to learn the same things. And children read Dianetics. Uh, they are forced to read Dianetics and learn the same policies that, that – you know, grown-ups have to read. And so they're being indoctrinated into this thing as well. So they start to believe that if I do Dianetics, I get rid of my bad mind, like L. Ron Hubbard says, like my, my primary caretaker is telling me, which is Scientology, um, then these things don't exist. Depression doesn't exist. And if I just do Scientology, I won't get cancer. If I just do Scientology, I won't and don't connect up with people who are uh, anti-Scientology, then I will just be, uh, I won't catch a cold, I won't. uh, So a lot of Scientologists don't seek medical attention. They they seek Scientology solutions. And all children are being raised this way, to become a different person, to learn to squash what they're really feeling and dealing with and hiding the fact that they are going through some pretty serious uh, situations in their life. So uh, the other thing that I wanted to touch on was was autism and children who are born on the spectrum. I mean, I've heard Scientologists refer to, to this as a degraded condition and have said things like what kind of being, meaning spirit, picks a body that's degraded. And doesn't function, and in their view, that person should pass away and start again. It's it's not a it's not looked on as something that's uh, and and if you've ever if you have a child who's on the spectrum uh, and who is autistic, most loving, most amazing, most intelligent children and people you're ever going to meet in your life, and this is not. The view of Scientology, they view this as a degraded being and would likely not have accepted that as a diagnosis and and, and celebrated it, certainly, but also would not have likely gone down any path that a doctor a real medical doctor would have suggested if it uh, if you were having seizures to take anti-seizure medication this is just not something that Scientology or Scientology parents would do
1: correct and there are numerous examples of people who have been taken off seizure medication that they may have been prescribed before coming into Scientology mm-hmm. and the disastrous consequences of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I, I'm not sure there's too much more to say about this. I want to get into the subject of PTS because well this yes but, is all-
0: but I just want to cover all bases so, because people have so many questions about it and I and I want people to know the truth about what Scientologists really think. And what Scientology is really selling, and what they are behind the scenes, and uh, likely what somebody has cancer in Scientology, they try to solve it with Scientology. Uh, Kelly Preston was at the top of the Scientology bridge, where she was supposed to. What Scientology sells um, on the confidential levels, Mike, is that uh, on OT five, operating Thetan five, which I've done. Uh, they say that they are curing sick sickness in your body. They actually say that. They actually say that they're curing sickness. And uh, Kelly was far past that level and at a level where she was supposed to be caused over her body. That's what Scientology sells. And uh, I can only tell you my opinion, Mike, and you could tell me if you disagree, but uh, when someone's diagnosed with cancer in Scientology, they apply Scientology to it.
1: Absolutely. I, I mean, there is no question in my mind, Leah, mm-hmm. that anybody, and particularly those who are up at the level of OT5 and above,
0: mm-hmm.
1: would seek to resolve cancer or any other physical condition or ailment uh, right. or even things that are are not considered physical, like Alzheimer's or Parkinson's, you know, Parkinson's is physical, but other conditions and the only thing that they would look to would be Scientology and getting more Scientology auditing and that the problem with the medical profession is that uh, is as described And laid out by L. Ron Hubbard is that they do not understand the relationship of the spirit to the body, Mm -hmm. that the spirit controls the body, that the body is well or ill depending on the state of the spiritual being. And this is the fundamental principle of Scientology. Like the most basic principle of Scientology is the three parts of man is the spirit, the mind, and the body. And the spirit controls all. And the well-being of the body is dependent upon the spirit. And medical doctors, they are fools because they only treat the physical. And they don't understand the spiritual. And the spiritual is senior.
0: And Scientology teaches that they are the only ones who could fix the spirit to fix the body. Correct. And they also believe, Mike, when you get sick in Scientology, you're labeled. I mean, you know, most people, when they get sick, uh, you know, you say to your wife, husband, husband, wife, whatever— mother father I'm sick I have a cold your mother will make you chicken soup or give you some sympathy not in yeah. Scientology what happens is you are sent to an organization immediately uh they will call Scientology and say my kid's sick and then they're labeled it happens to everybody in Scientology It's happened to, uh, to happen to every Scientologist ever And I'm telling you, this is in writing from Scientology, and this is how they deal with sickness in Scientology. I could give you thousands and thousands of documents of teachings of what happens when someone's sick in Scientology. And it certainly has happened to me. (laughs) We're telling you, everybody learns the same thing. None of this is my opinion. This is the teachings of Scientology, provable by simply, while, while you're sitting there, why don't you just Google it? Potential trouble source. Or Scientology equals PTS, only PTS. So, as you're doing that, I'm going to continue talking with Mike. You are labeled a potential trouble source, PTS, and that means that you have potential for trouble for Scientology, because you are sick, and sick people make mistakes. It's the craziest thing, but but it is what Scientology is. You get pulled in, you get interrogated on the Scientology lie detector. Have you... Sp- oh, and the other important part of this, Mike, is because you are sick, uh, that you are sick, I should say, means that you are connected to a suppressive person group or thing right
1: exactly that is what the definition of potential trouble source or pts as it's called in scientology is and what is the pressure to a source of of information disagreement or um
0: bad thoughts or statements about scientology or the truth about scientology yeah the truth right so You get pulled in and they ask you, have you been looking on the internet of anything that is not complimentary to Scientology? Do you know anybody who's attacking your church? Is your mother, is your father, are you connected to your mother or father? Because you can't be connected to your mother or father if they're, uh, okay, have you watched The Aftermath? Have you watched Going Clear? Have you read Leah's book? Are you went on Michael, uh, Mike's blog? Are you looking on Tony Ortega's blog? Are you listening to Chris Shelton's uh, Did you read Chris Headley's book? I mean, so they just go down the line on the meter and make sh- and, and find out that you maybe looked at something that was not complementary to Scientology, which implies the only time you get sick is when you look at something that is anti-scientology. That's on children, and that's on adults. Across the board, all the time. Correct, Mike? Absolutely correct. Once they find out that you maybe looked at a tweet, or you may, they will have you disconnect, put a filter on your computer, a, a filter on your phone, that does not have anything disparaging about Scientology, if they find out you're talking to your mother, who's maybe Catholic or Jewish or who doesn't believe in Scientology, uh, they will ask you for proof of disconnection to that suppression, and only then will you start to get better. That's what Scientology teaches you. Then you have to do an amends project. You have to make up for what you have done. So you, all of this is messaging you are the cause of your sickness because you are connected to people telling you the truth. And then and only then can you continue on your Scientology path when you show proof that you have made up for your sinful behavior. Correct, Mike?
1: That's absolutely correct, Leah. And even worse than this, this is what then happens. If you don't get well, like Mm -hmm. if you were diagnosed with cancer, Mm -hmm. you know, the likelihood of just it magically disappearing because you've sat in front of another Scientologist who's asked you questions is virtually zero. Right. I mean, it is zero. So, what happens is you go to the next layer of, well, that obviously wasn't it. So now we have to go deeper. Right. So maybe in a past life, you mm. had something. Maybe, right. uh, and it gets, and this goes on endlessly. And you're mm-hmm. paying for every hour that you spend doing this. Thousands And it goes dollars. on and on and on. And it's always the belief and the hope that if you keep doing this and you and it's always on you you, you right. find the right thing it will resolve now because even wor- oh that, yeah go ahead because that's what l run hubbard says that worse- if you do this the right way like i have laid out right this will resolve you will get rid of your cancer
0: Your broken leg will heal. Your Your blindness will will, go away. Yes. Your depression that you made up will disappear. Now, even worse, when you get to the confidential levels of Scientology, uh, which also creates a psychotic human being, um, you are told when you get to the confidential levels that your body is composed of and made up of body thetans. Body spirits. A Thetan stands for spirit. It just means spirit. And you are then talking to these entities for the rest of your Scientology career from OT3 on up to OT8, which was supposed to be the end of the Scientology bridge. I mean, they've said it's up to OT23. Okay. But
1: they're they're focused on getting out OT9 and 10 (laughs) <laughs> okay, so
0: but but the point is, Mike, you're talking to these entities, right? Uh, from OT three on up, correct. And uh, you, these are the people who are sick. So you don't even know this in, in your early Scientology career. And true, you get not all Scientologists make it to the OT level, so they don't even know what's what's contained in those because they're confidential. Uh, of which I could be charged a hundred thousand dollars every time I mention it. Is that is that right, Mike? It's a hundred thousand dollars, like
1: that. Yeah, a hundred, whatever.
0: So anyway, the OT levels, the confidential OT levels say that you're dealing with those entities from that point on. And one of the levels of Scientology OT7, you are talking to these entities five times a day. You have to take yourself in session. You you basically do it yourself. Five times a day for about ten years. So could, you can could imagine when you're just talking to pretended entities in your body, that are you know like you you find the 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 body thetan that's being cancer, that's being lung cancer, that's being cholesterol, that's being depression, and so you find out later that those are the things that you're dealing with, right? So they they again promise that they could rid you once you rid yourself of the body thetan that's being cancer that you have rid yourself of cancer
1: that's exactly right and this is what's going on yeah and this is exactly delineated i mean hubbard says that this is what and i'm going to read you something go ahead phenomenon you are likely to encounter on this step i'm reading from hubbard the, the auditor must now have the pre-OT, which is the person being audited, look mm-hmm. at the body, and in particular, any somatic area or area of chronic somatics. In Scientology, the word somatics means uh, physical condition. BTs who are being broken legs, misformed arms, cancer, damaged brains, or other non-optimum body parts or conditions. And the result of having done this is awareness that anything perceived as mass or somatic in the body is not the body but comes from BTs and clusters, these disembodied spirits.
0: So, Mike, you're reading directly from the OT levels and, and we could verify that these are the OT levels because we've done them. Okay. Right. So we've done these processes on ourselves and we've been audited somebody have has done them to us so we know we're verifying that these are the OT levels. Correct. Mike uh, promising a person that they are rid of now uh, a mass or cancer by simply talking to it and going what are you which is the process what are you? And eventually, the, the 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 spirit's supposed to realize, hey, I'm not cancer; I'm a spiritual being. And they're supposed the, the answer's supposed to be me, which you know, so you end up just saying that. And the spirit's supposed to blow and find another body, and you are free of whatever ailment you were you you spotted. But isn't this again, uh, practicing medicine without a license? This is not a faith base because it is promising a result and getting money in exchange for um I, I i don't know i mean am i crazy the is the irs no, who,
1: okay no you're not crazy leah i mean i ultimately, am ultimately
0: am i off if, point yeah. if
1: push comes to shove mm-hmm. if anybody ever took scientology to court on this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or like really pushed they would say this is totally faith-based Mm. This is what's so crazy about this. They mm-hmm. tell everybody there's no faith in Scientology. It's mm-hmm. it, what's true for you is true. It's provable. It's demonstrable, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. If push came to shove on this, they would say, this is just faith based. This is like mm-hmm. faith healing. There's no difference here. This is exactly mm-hmm. what we do. We just do it the same. And then you'd go back and say, "But wait a minute! You promote this to people and you sell it to them, paying in advance for this. How is that not practicing medicine without a license?" Yeah. Well, it's a It's a donation. It isn't a donation. Why? It's a donation.
0: It's it a, a, a preset pre- <laughs> price. You cannot just decide, I want OT level five and go in and just get it. You can't get it. You have to pay for the bottom part of the Scientology bridge and you have to prepay it and it's preset prices. The only thing that changes about Scientology is the prices go up because of inflation
1: that's exactly right but i'm telling you 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 are asking how would they why can't they be nailed down for this and it's because everywhere you go there's a slippery slope answer of well you know yes we do require people to pay but it's a voluntary donation because they don't have to pay they don't you know well wait a minute you mean that they don't have to pay and they could still get the service?
0: No, not exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, but- that's the that's the insanity of it. And and you know what breaks my heart to bring this all together, Mike. Yeah, is we don't know that things could have been avoided here. Uh, the tragedies that occur in Scientology, the many suicides that that happen in Scientology. And when you look at it, and people say, "Well, suicides happen every day." But if you look at the numbers of Scientology, the small amount of people that are actually in Scientology uh, in comparison to the people who die on the the Narconon program and people who commit suicide, the numbers are great. Um, People who are dying... um, in Scientology, you know, people who've been in Scientology since the 70s, because they don't believe in getting regular checkups, because they don't believe in traditional medicine, because their parents don't, because they teach that to their children, a lot of these things could have been avoided. And and it it it, it's my opinion, Mike, and I'm I'm sure I have to say this for legal reasons, but it is my opinion that Scientologists are are negligent to to themselves and to those that they raise, and and Scientology is greatly responsible for it, I believe.
1: Well, I have got to agree with you, Leah. I mean, these days. If you are diagnosed with breast cancer early on in the in the course of that disease the likelihood of survival is like 95%. It is mm-hmm. extremely high these days for breast cancer mm-hmm. and many other forms of cancer have affect I mean pretty much been solved in the medical world. Not yeah. all forms of cancer have, but certainly breast cancer, and there are a lot of examples of women who have survived breast cancer and gone on to lead long lives. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe that that um, any Scientologist looks to the medical solution for anything as the primary Agreed. way of addressing whatever they are confronting.
0: Correct. As I didn't, Uh, as you didn't, Mike. No, of course we didn't. I mean, Mike, look, uh, most of us smoked um, as soon as we got into the Sea Org at age 12, and that's still happening today. I mean, children are smoking cigarettes, are drinking coffee, or, you know, and they're in the Sea Org, and, uh, you know, I mean, or they're Scientology uh, parishioners' children because they believe, well, I'm not connected to suppression so i'm not going to get sick i mean look at l Ron hubbard i mean if the one man who wrote all this shit died and didn't come back because he promised his followers that you know he was going to take a what is it a 21 year
1: leave of absence
0: leave of absence and they're all supposed to return well fucking l Ron hubbard where the fuck are you like if this motherfucker couldn't do it how many scientologists are sitting around waiting going well where's l Ron hubbard he's over like overdue for return. Hey, where's my mother? She didn't get born back to me. And that's another thing. Scientologists don't look at death uh, as as most people do. They're not allowed to mourn and grieve in the same way where we believe that when somebody dies they go to heaven, they go to hell, or they go to a better place, right? And it's, it's final. Some people believe it's final. Some people believe you go on. Well, Scientology believes that and, and they promote this. I mean, they'll say this to a grieving mother. Okay, look, we get it. Like, get over it. Just have another baby, and, and that person will be born back to you. Or have your daughter have a baby, and then, you know, she'll, the baby will be born back into the family. And so they don't even, you're not even allowed to grieve like a normal person. They believe that the person's going to be reborn back into a body that will find its way back to you.
1: Absolutely right yeah absolutely right and and just on this point of l ron hubbard Mm -hmm. you know scientologists don't really know what happened to l ron hubbard they don't care scientologists believe that the story that they were told that Mm -hmm. l ron hubbard discarded his body because it had become an encumbrance to his research right They do not understand that he was in terrible physical condition, had Mm -hmm. had a number of strokes, pancreatitis, and died of a brain hemorrhage. You know, this was kept from all Scientologists, all, and they were told a sure story, a a story that that was an acceptable truth for them that he had willingly— discarded his body because it was now preventing him from doing the necessary OT research that right. he had to do.
0: Right. And, and by the way, if you tell Scientologists, hey, listen, here's the death certificate. Like, here's the coroner's report. Like, it, this motherfucker was sick. Like, so Dianetics and all the OT levels, like he couldn't cure himself of all of that he had. They'll, they will still say, Mike, I, I don't care. I don't, I don't want right. to see that. Yeah, I don't want to see that. that. Either they believe that it was doctored, which they believe it was altered, right, the, by the suppressive people of the world of psychs, or they don't care. I mean, look at people. When people die, they go, well, they're off now, you know, getting another body, right? They'll say an acceptable truth. Like, wherever you are, you know, I know you're creating good effects, like whatever bullshit they're saying, right? But the truth is, they believe that That person's off getting a new body, and they'll see them soon. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have all this stuff up on your blog, right, Mike? uh, Yes. Including an extensive uh, write-up that we're doing about uh, recent events and uh, how damaging that can be. We're going to have real science-based facts from uh psychology today and and you know people who really have done research and it is factual in the field of mental health up on mike's blog for you guys to see including these policies that scientology has about you know uh, w- what they promote uh but it's right. not all of it but it's certainly a lot of it didn't you have something on solo knots mike i don't
1: yes yeah. I, you know i i will have all this up there mm-hmm. i will Pull them out. And uh, even the things that I read and the PT, you know, illness equals PTS and Mm -hmm. PTS equals illness in all caps, bold face. Mm -hmm. That is all there is to it. There is Mm -hmm. nothing else. Mm -hmm. And this is, this informs everybody about how a Scientologist approaches Things that go on and how someone who was depressed would be addressed, Mm -hmm. how Mm -hmm. someone with cancer would be addressed, what a good Scientologist would do. We should maybe do a whole show on the subject of PTSness and and this craziness. It's so it's such a control mechanism in mm-hmm. Scientology. It's mm-hmm. got so many aspects to it that are used to manipulate and control and convince people that what is wrong is always with them. It's never with what Hubbard said or the organization or you know, it, it's it's a whole subject in itself.
0: I agree. But I, I think we we've given people a general idea of what goes on and and the aspects that that I that I feel that are, are attributable to Scientology, and 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 people ask us that all the time. I just can't find it in myself to just tweet something that I think would, would come off callous and and insensitive to children losing their mother, to a mother losing her son, to you know a father losing his wife and son, and yes. and a sister uh, losing. You know, a daughter losing her mother and brothers. So I, it's very hard for me to just answer those questions on social media, which is why I, you know, I'm not ignoring them. I just can't answer them there. And so I felt this just needed to to be talked about here. Uh, I hope we didn't come off insensitive or callous because our sympathies and our heart goes out to these families. And if they could talk to us, we would talk to them. Anyway, Mike, thank you for this discussion, and thank you guys for listening. It's not been an easy thing to talk about. As you can see, it's it's. I I don't know. I don't know how to end off mic. Well, I I just want to say also,
1: Leah, that my heart goes out to Lisa and to John and the rest of those families because these are people I know. This is mm-hmm. not an abstract. Right. You know, it's over there. Something in the news headlines. Right. I know. I know these families pretty well. You know, I knew Kelly quite well oddly kelly yeah. went to the same school in adelaide australia as i did mm-hmm. we're, like this is um this is a hard subject to talk about but as you say people keep asking and we're trying to to fill in the the gaps for yes. people to understand
0: and i also want to say this mike if there's one person listening who's in doubt about scientology because they, they see that it's not working. They see that what Scientology has been selling is a lie. I just say just use this as your time to get out and use this as your time to connect up with people who love you and left and did the right thing. You are sacrificing your life for for something that is lying to you, that's something that is killing you. So I just say, it, whether it's Scientology or another cult. Just get out and live this life. This is the life that you have. Whether or not you believe in another life, believe what you do in this life will determine if you come back as a fucking rock, your next life. You can't be a complete shit to your family and to your friends and justify it with your bullshit cult theologies. Like You cannot justify deserting your own child Because of a a religion, I don't care what it is, you can't justify it. And think about that. This is the life you have to prove whether or not you're a decent human being. And it's not justified by this kind of nonsense. Anyway, till next time. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, next Tuesday, stay tuned. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening.